and welcome to Channel F, Fanbytes video game podcast. I'm your host, Merritt, Dollar Store Zoe Dish and LK. And joining me, as always, is a host of uh, just the... So a, a rogues gallery, a veritable rogues gallery of characters. Uh, and we've all got Olympic fever. And so we're going to go around and talk about our favorite Olympic events. Um, and uh, I'll start us off by just saying um, I like the summer luge. I know most people mm. like the winter one better. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's better when there's mm-hmm. ice and stuff. But I still think it's it's a lot slower. Um, and, right. and more dangerous, frankly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, without a lot that. of lot of money spent on ointments as people kind of scrape yeah. over the gravel. Yeah, it is basically just an oiled chute that they drop mm-hmm. people down. Um, and uh, there have been a lot of complaints about that, but I still I think it's it's fun. It's you know it's something different. Um, but Danielle Riando, oh, fan by editor in chief, what's your favorite Olympic event? I mean, my real answer is judo. But my but my funny answer is uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because it's not in the Olympics yet. Wow, that's comedy. I yeah. fucking wow. love comedy. There why not? What are they? Why are they? What are they trying to hide? Why are they keeping I it d- out? I don't know. I don't know. I know Muay Thai is coming to the Olympics. I think in the next Summer Olympics in four years, three years, I guess. At this okay. point, three years. Uh, but yeah, they've got boxing. They've got Greco Roman wrestling. They got freestyle wrestling. They got all kinds of combat sports. But well, no Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. They were going to add Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but then Terry Gilliam got canceled, so they lost the rights to those movies. Right. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Real um, problem. Sagat's going to be really excited about the Muay Thai thing, though. I think he might be a little old um, to compete at this point. Right. You know, to they also, actually have age limits for some of the combat sports, which is wild to me. But yeah. I mean, it's probably it's because like some people would try to do it and they would die. Like... <laughs> Um, but it's not as high as you would think. Like I think boxing is forty, which is like you can absolutely wow. be a professional no, if, MMA if fighter can, well after forty. So yeah, but boxing—you're getting punched in the face a lot. Does that happen in MMA? Do they ever punch? Oh yeah, that's that's ninety percent of MMA is punching mm. in the face or kicking in mm. the face. And mm. they yeah. do like side punches a lot. I feel like when I oh, see they do clips, everything, everything. In MMA. Well, in like listen, boxing MMA. is a more civilized sport for a more <laughs> elegant age. It's, it's less corrupt, you would say. You know, as a yeah, sport. Yeah, boxing is a, famously <laughs> not no, a corrupt you know, sport. Less corrupt. Is that true? I'm being sarcastic. I'm famously. using my sarcasm muscles uh, today. Yeah, famously. What uh, a pure sport. No yeah. one was ever allowed to wrap their boxing glove in barbed wire and call it the stinger. Mm-hmm. Um they don't let you do that no more. Uh, Steven Strom, managing <laughs> editor of Fanbyte. What's your favorite Olympic event? Uh, I like the hammer toss quite a lot. That is oh. um, where you do toss MC Hammer as far as you can. Um, and he gets a lot of distance because he sort of uses those parachute pants to kind of float like a video okay, game Okay, interesting. So you're positing a kind of event where like you you sort of toss him and then you call out, okay, now... And then he deploys the parachute pants and sort of trying to get maximum distance with that glide. Yeah. And people think it looks easy because they think that it's just like, well, he's helping you the whole time. But it's really difficult because so much of the sport is actually timing the throw along with the wind currents because you Mm. need him to deploy those pants at the exact right moment. And you can't see the wind. So it's all down to sort of muscle and sort of like sense memory. It's very, very true. I feel like what you've done here is create a Newgrounds flash game from 2001. (laughs) 
<laughs> an an Olympics-themed Newgrounds gag flash game uh, starring MC Hammer. Uh, great stuff, great stuff. Uh, and uh, last but not least, uh, Fanbyte brand manager, Nikki Grayson. What's your favorite Hello. Olympic event? I love uh, Mesoamerican ball game. Good. Ball game? Yeah, it didn't have a name. This is one of the only things mm. I remember from middle school history yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like basketball, vaguely. Okay. But they played it in like an alley and there were small hoops no. on the like above them, but they weren't facing sideways. They were facing like out. Like, you know, like if you were gonna put a donut sign on your donut shop. Yes. Like that's the direction they would be. Facing. That's like the whole. Okay. It's, like, it's like in the wall, or it's like vertical. Yeah. It's like um, it's, yeah, it's vertical coming out of the wall. Yeah, those are in. There's sports like that, right? With like, it's like um, what am I thinking of? El Dorado, the movie. Uh, no, the when the wizards do. Oh, Quidditch. Yeah, Quidditch? it's like yeah. Quidditch. It's like Quidditch. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell the fastest story in the universe about Quidditch? Yes. Uh, I went to Emerson College for grad school, and my mm-hmm. girlfriend at the time was a little who would, who would go there? At Emerson. Who would go to that place? And she had a player who was, like, a legitimate player. And this is, like, a real team, like, a real NCAA, you know, team. And An NCAA girls, Quidditch team? No, no, no. We had a Quidditch team, and we also had a lacrosse team. Now, the Quidditch team was, like, for fun, and the lacrosse team was, like, an NCAA-sanctioned thing. No, and lacrosse team wasn't fun at all. It was just... <laughs> I mean, really the, this lacrosse player would be like, I can't go to the game next weekend. I have a Quidditch game. And it was very funny to me. And what? I always you... laughed. That's... Wait, she she prioritized the fake sport? Yep. I think if go you say- Go to Emerson College and it'll make sense. <laughs> I think if you say, I can't do that, I have a Quidditch game, um, you sort of have just ejected yourself from society. <laughs> Yeah. Like you slam the eject button on your participation in society and said, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I have found a new life with the Quidditch yeah. players. <laughs> it's pretty good. They're all going to buy tiny good athlete. homes to just play. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, um, we wish all of the Olympians their, our be- their best, our best, their best. <laughs> our best. Our best. Um, wow, that's well, so we're very, very sorry for wishing you our best Olympian <laughs> athletes, except for Danielle, who you know, you know, Danielle could do Olympics. Hey, I'm, I'm Olymp- competing yeah. on Saturday. It's just it ain't the Olympics, it's not but the Olympics. it's at Wait, the same time as the Olympics. So that it counts. is at the same time as the Olympics. It's true. You're competing during the Olympics. That's true. Mm. Right. I'm basically an Olympian. Basically. Yeah. That's just counter programming. That's smart. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone. Please wish Danielle uh, the best of luck in competition. Thank you. I'll try to bring home a medal for you. For you and all. Uh, yeah, we would we'll bring home the gold, you know, just bring it, bring it home. I'll try. Is it coming home? I hope it, so. Uh, no, it's not coming home. It's not coming oh, home. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, well, that's disappointing, but uh, we hope that all the players have a good time nonetheless. And uh, we're going to have a good time as we move into staff picks. What if one time, sorry, what if one time mm-hmm. instead of playing mm-hmm. this, the actual staff picks music, mm-hmm. um, Paul put in like the, the basics with Babish music instead? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Did yeah. you see that he made sloppy steaks? Sloppy steaks. Yeah. That's why I was, I, yes, that's uh, why it came into you my know, head. 
They say no sloppy steaks, but they can't stop you from ordering a steak and a glass they of water. They can't stop you. No. Um, that's just a fact. Uh, here at Staff Picks, we deliver the freshest picks straight to your door. Um, and Stephen, speaking of doors, there's a door in the title of the game that you've been playing. It's called Death's Door. Yeah, let me tell you, this game is full of doors. Uh, they're all over the place because you are a little bird in this game. I don't know. Have you all seen this game? Yeah, it's like you, a little crow. It? It's like a top-down. Like, every video game now is like a top-down action RPG. Yeah. That's every video <clears throat> game now. It's one of those. Yeah, but you don't have gun in this one, though, so that makes it different. Oh. Um, I feel like <laughs> most games now have gun. In the, in what do you what? have in this one? You have sword. Okay, so it's a Hades. Oh, so it's like Zadies. It's, Zadies. It's, Zadies. So, it's like Zadies. Zadies. It's like Zadies, yeah. That hot, hot Sean Connery film from the 70s that everybody loves. Um... <laughs> It's, uh, there's actually been, like, a lot of conversation about, like, what this game is most like, because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they're going for, like, a Dark Souls type of thing, and then Imran, uh, friend of the site, Imran Khan, um, <laughs> yeah, friend of the you know, site? associate, well-wisher, uh-huh, uh, <laughs> he, uh, wrote about it and said that, uh, it was more Zelda-like, and I have beaten this game now, and I kind of actually disagree with everybody's assessment that it's either Dark Souls or Zelda-like, and I think it's way more like a top-down Hollow Knight with some Cuphead in it. Whoa! Mm. Now, you've well, tried to I, tell me to play this game, and yeah. uh, that phrase does not endear me to it. Yeah, yeah that did the opposite <laughs> um, of make me And again, play. Oh, again, I'm not saying Hollow Knight is bad, I just, I bounced off it like three times. But, I this is... I, Let's go ahead. When you get hit my... by someone in this game, does the whole game freeze for like a full second and then there's a big noise? Not a full second. The music uh, stops. It'll be like if they're during combat in this game, like there's like this is actually a very Hollow Knight-ish thing. Um, it doesn't do the hit stop quite as much, but there is definitely like a feedback in the form of like there is very intense music playing during combat. And then when you get hit, there is a big, loud, you've been hit noise mm. and the music like <laughs> before it comes back into effect again to kind of oh, let you know that you've been hit. Sure. Yeah, I see. Um, and that actually is very Hollow Knight-like to me, honestly, um, because it does give you kind of that, like, really hard feedback, because, yeah, you are a little Birdman, it's a top-down sort of, uh, there is, there is definitely some Zelda stuff, let me, I don't want to spoil too much, you do get a hook shot in this game. Whoa! Okay, I'm in, I'm back. Um, and you do hook shot stuff with it. Um, so there is like elements of that. There's also a bomb that you use to bomb walls to find secret areas and stuff like that. But it's more Hollow Knight in the sense of like you have a very limited health pool. It is like when you get hit, it's a kind of a big deal. It's a lot. And maybe this is just because of the kind of person that I am and like having come away from Hollow Knight and seen where, where that game goes mm-hmm. and how fucking wild, especially the DLC got in the White Palace and stuff. Uh, this game is much easier than Hollow Knight, mm. I will say. Uh, also has fewer options. Hollow Knight, once you get deep into that game and you like have the dream nail and all the pins, that game of course, of is course. right. All that stuff that you know all about. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> the stuff that you can get up to in that game um, in terms of like character builds and stuff like that is very RPG like, whereas this game is much more like you can use the sword. You can use a big hammer that does more damage, but attacks slower. You shoot a bow sometimes, and that's basically it. There's there's some variations in there, but that's kind of the main stuff. Um, and the premise of the game is you're a little crow guy who is um, a, basically a grim reaper who is tasked with bringing souls back from the land of the living to the land of the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And I love Spirit Fair. It's it's like <laughs> it's like Spirit Fair, but what if Stella had to murder the shit out of a big plant monster? <laughs> oh. So it's that very similar. Happen at Spirit Fair? I mean, it does happen. <laughs> I mean, but I never that's finished like that game, DLC. so it could happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, instead of like gently shepherding spirits to their destination, you're like, "All right, time to get dead, motherfuckers." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is it, like the first thing that happens. It that, that is, I think. Partly the most cupheadish element of it is like, hey, there are these big souls out there that refuse to come back to the land of the dead and you need mm. to go collect them. Um, that's that's in, Dark Souls to me. That is also very Dark Souls. I mean, they all kind of draw that's from a, Dark a, Souls a three place. to me. Um, <laughs> it is it is kind of to a certain degree. It's specifically, you need to open Death's door is actually what you're looking for. There's a big door that can only be opened oh. with like a truly tremendous amount of soul energy. So you go to hunt down these like people who have lived long past how old they're supposed to be in this world. If you mm-hmm. live too long, if you if you refuse to die, basically your soul becomes engorged and corrupted, and you start to go like uh, off the wall. Mm. Um, I think it's bad. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, it's a little Dark Soulsy. Like there, I like I, I think those elements are there for sure um, throughout the game, but they are, I think, more minor compared to the very direct moment to moment Hollow Knight stuff. I think one mm-hmm. of the biggest things is uh, besides like the hit stop, like there, like they're, it's not really hit stop in the same way as Hollow Knight, but it is like a similar kind of vibe. Um, the magic system in this game is all about like, you need to get in close to get hits and then every hit recharges your mm. mana so you can use a spell, um, which That's is directly cool. out of Hollow Knight. Yeah. 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 I, I should play this. It's good. Yeah. I think you've, you've convinced me. Yeah. It's, it's looks cool. I remember seeing it like a year ago or two years ago, like on some, it was like on one of those indie streams, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's shown up in in various places. This is from the team that made another game kind of like this. That was like a, a this game actually has like a really incredible and like unique look. Everything looks like sort of a um, diorama almost, and like looks like claymation. Mm. But like, what if claymation was much smoother and more plasticine than clay ever could be? So it looks like huh. almost honestly sometimes looks like like moving toys, like your Ooh, action figures or something. Okay. I didn't get that from the screen, so I'll have to like see it in motion. But wait, yeah. is this the team that also made that game Titan something or Titan yes. Clash or not Titan Clash, Titan Titanfall? No, Titan not Souls. Titanfall. Titan yeah. Souls. Titanfall. Yeah. Titanfall, yeah. yeah. Titan Souls, uh, which again, like, okay, so there's two kind of caveats to this that actually kind of drive me up the wall in this game mm-hmm. um, to, to mention about that. And one of them does pertain to Titan Souls. Um, which I did not know until I beat this game because um, it turns because there's like a true secret ending in this game that I um, bothered to beat last night or or to get this morning. I, I finished it off and got the last ending stuff. And I guess this kind of ties in. I guess there's a bunch of Titan Souls references throughout this game that I just didn't recognize because I never uh, played that game. Yeah. Um, but I will say if you are looking for anybody out there who's playing this game and absolutely wants to get the, uh, the best ending possible, make sure you are collecting all of those life seeds throughout the game. Um, you got are, it. like, yeah, They're, it's like how you heal in this game. You don't have an Estus flask, but you basically pick up these items that almost like that you plant in flowers and they become like soft checkpoints where you can heal. Um, and that is tied to the story in a major way that the game does not tell you at all. Uh, and the uh, my other major problem with this game is there is no map 
in the like Dark Souls type sense, there's no map. So mm-hmm. if you want to get the true ending of this game and you want to go back and hunt down all those life seeds again, you don't have a map to help you with that. And they do some cool, interesting stuff later on to kind of like make it easier to find collectibles in post game, but it's still a huge hassle, which I found out this morning. But yeah. I feel like Titan Souls is what you say when you're like running low on souls, like I'm Titan Souls. And uh, that's where they came up with the name of that game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That was definitely. Yeah. Did you like that? (laughs) The developers are based in Rhode Island. (laughs) They definitely have that accent. Good. Okay. That's, 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 that's really I'm a Titan cool. Souls today. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's really cool. good stuff. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. I've been playing sorry. a game. I've been playing a game called The Ramp, and it's sort of about. Um, it's kind of how are you describe? You know, they're kind of like onions, and they grow in the sure. ground, and people go crazy for them. Yeah, uh, they're delicious. They're really hard to yeah. find. And um Truffles? No, ramps. 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 What what? Never hit a ramp? It's a it's like an onion. It's called yeah. a ramp. It's an aromatic. You they're know? good. They're good. An aromatic they smell good? Yeah, you put it in your mirepoix if you're trying to like yeah. go, go wild. <laughs> put that shit in my, the mirepoix. My what? Your mirepoix. Your mirepoix. Your your so your mirepoix is usually onions carrot. And have, uh, hmm. potato sometimes. Is it potato? You can wait. I think it's celery. celery sorry. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I, know why I, I said potato. Onion, <laughs> celery, and potato. <laughs> I don't think they have the. I yeah. I, nope. Nope. We haven't got those here in the Midwest. They haven't gotten onion, them there celery, yet. They, ha- they haven't right, gotten right. French cooking. They haven't gotten the yeah the building block of French cooking. No. Yet. No. 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 Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Uh, but that's anyway. That's um. That was a really good joke, Mary. Thank you. I like <laughs> how while we're, while we're complimenting, our, yeah, while yeah. we're complimenting everyone's yeah. bits, like that one was really to good. me. Like the good. best jokes are when someone has to say, "Like that was a really good joke." Um, mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's how I really know that I'm delivering. Um, but the ramp is like a skateboarding game. It's like the developer describes it as like more of a a toy than like a fully fledged game because it is basically just like a few levels. And a skating physics sim, and uh, you can do tricks, and there's it's, no points. It's isometric anything. though, right? It's isometric. Like it's like a it's like a Game Boy. It's like a Game Boy Advance. Skater. It's like a Tony Hawk on the Game Boy Advance, except right. the levels are like much smaller. It's like basically, yeah, like a little like it feels like almost taking just like a what are those uh, finger skateboards? A tech deck. Oh, tech deck. It feels kind of just like taking a tech deck on like a little model and doing tricks and stuff. That's um, cool. It's cool though. Like it's just like it's like just vibes. It's just um like it tells you you can do a bunch of different tricks, um, and it'll show on the screen like what the trick was and your rotation. Um, but it's like other than that, it's like pretty straightforward. It's actually a little the interesting thing is like the core skating stuff is like a tiny bit more complicated than I remember Tony Hawk games being, because like you sort of have to like hold the button that like brings you down, like like down in your stance when you're coming down a ramp and then let go of it when you're like on flat and then push mm. it down again when you're oh. on the up ramp. Um, and maybe Skate or some other games have done that kind of thing, but like it's a more active sort of thing than just like basically yeah. going back and forth. Does Ollie Ollie do that? It, Nikki, did you ever play my, that? Uh, Ollie, I Ollie. don't. 
think so. But okay. like, I know for sure skate does that. Like you have okay. to hold one of the triggers basically to like, it gives you speed and it braces you because if you don't like, if you're going down a meg, like a really big ramp in that game and you just hit the ramp, then you just like the board comes out from underneath yeah, you because yeah. of the change in elevation. So that's cool. That's, yeah. that's like a very small, that's a very small thing that I'm surprised is in yeah. an isometric game like this. It's a more robust simulation than you would think, but like that's sort of, I guess the point, because like, that's all it is. Um, there's no like bells and whistles. Um, You're not collecting VHS tapes <laughs> yeah. and officer dip. Uh, Darth Maul is not in this one. Wow. Well, um, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. What's the point? I'm sure someone will mod uh, Darth Maul in. Um, I hope they will. But the the problem with this game is that, um, you know, they say games like video games don't influence people, right? They say like media sure. doesn't influence people. Like, oh, you can read a fan fiction about the Supernatural Brothers having sex and that's different from reality. Or you can play a game about people shooting people and that's not the same thing as real life. But like <laughs> playing this game and I'm like, it'd be really cool to learn how to skateboard. Yes. It would be really cool and, to learn how to skateboard. And then I'm yeah. like, mm, except I am in my mid-30s, and uh, I am extremely afraid of teens. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. And so I'm like thinking, and I'm like, I think the only way I could possibly do this is to buy a skateboard and then get up at like six in the morning and just <laughs> like go to like across the street to because a lot of kids skate by the Brooklyn Museum. Mm. Um, and if I got up at like six in the morning, definitely none of them would be up yet. Sure, that's literally can what I... I do when I go swimming. Is I just go early in the morning before anybody before can see kids. me. Nice. Well, I don't right. even care about before kids. Before those specifically. teens go to the pool, just yeah. like the skateboard teens go to the pools in California in the seventies, right? Mm, right, right, right. And the hours just like of that three a.m. to six a.m. That's adult mm-hmm. swim. Is I think. Uh, right. Yes. That's why they call it that. That's it. Um, here is my point on this merit. Mm-hmm. You, the teens, the skateboarding teens and scooter teens and roller skating teens increasingly are cool. And they like it when people try to do new stuff. Yeah. Aww, They're like true. one of the kindest subsets yeah. of teens that exists. No, I th- and you'll be able to learn how to do so many cool ollies. From, like, a nine-year-old. Yeah, that would be cool. But I am also, like, the kind of person who, um, if I have to do something that I'm not confident in doing, um, I just Mm. won't do it a lot of the time. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. So, like, personal growth is, you know, like, I'm not really about that. I'm just sort of, I define my core competencies pretty early on, and I stick to those. Right. Um, (laughs) And I don't know, like, learning stuff and whatever. And, like, learning, like cooking or whatever like things like that it's fine you're doing it inside no one yeah, can, no see, can you. see you skateboarding can't do it inside well, tony, can. tony hawk's well you can yeah you, uh, crucially tony hawk, you can do it inside but <laughs> tony hawk also solved this problem for you already Merritt. how's that haven't you seen all those videos of him like going around uh driving up and down like telling people like hey do a flip and then he gives them like headphones or shoes mm-hmm. or something wait tony hawk you is just telling need- people to do a flip yeah, he like asks people. Wow! To do so he's just sort of casually then, telling people to yeah. commit suicide, huh? Wow! <laughs> Damn! Wow. Death by kickflip. Damn! Every do time, a flip. Any Tony time. Hawk's like, do a flip. 
Damn. Uh, I thought this no, was going to be a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on the Wii joke, mm. where you get on oh, your skate what? deck. Oh, Tony Hawk Ride. Oh, Tony Hawk Ride, of course. Oh, that's what I, I love. That, Tony that was a good Pro idea. Rider. Yeah, that was a thing. But, but what I'm saying, Merritt, is just ply the teens with your, like, 30-year-old mm. adult bank Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, sure. fly the teens no, 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 no. is a yeah, great way to start teens. a sentence well, with money. Well, For, yeah. to what end? So that they'll be like, well, they're really cool. We don't, we won't make fun of them when they fall down. Like, make fun of the you know, teens? Perf- in front of the teens, yeah. Make fun of, wait, what? They won't if make you fun of you if you give teens. them stuff. They yeah. will. I, that, that oh. would, they would just make fun of you even more for like, I can't believe someone paid us money to not laugh. Of course we're going to no, laugh no, now. No, 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 not money. Because if you give them a gift, it's abstracted enough and they just think you're cool. Wow. Oh, uh, hey, I brought donuts for the Don't party. laugh at me. I brought donuts. <laughs> Does anyone Listen, want some donuts I, from a stranger? I was, n- <laughs> no, I'm not saying donuts. I'm saying, like, what do the teens want today? AirPods? Gift cards. Um, yeah, I'm gonna Pokemon buy, cards. I'm going to buy some AirPods. I mean, yeah, I'm going to buy some Pokemon <laughs> cards, which cost over $100 a pack. Exactly. It'd the teens can't get, get the them. It'd be cheaper just to pay someone to pretend to be me and skateboard. And yep. then I can. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, that's wait, an wait, idea. Wait, 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 wait. This is, this is what I'm going to do now is just um, I will hire someone to dress yeah. like me and skateboard. And then yeah. I'll do the deep fake thing to put my face right on, there you on go. their body. Oh my God. And then it will Is be Zoe like, Dacian I know how to skateboard. skateboard. I still think that's the funniest fucking thing. It is so um, funny. Wild. But if Zoe Deschanel can skateboard, then we're like 95% of the way there. Yeah. Peter doesn't even, doesn't even need to do that much work. Then you just have to buy one set of AirPods to give to her. Now, if we can get, <laughs> if we can get kid and or play up in the mix as well. Yeah, <laughs> then we're good. Then we're really then sort of Nikki and I just sort of have mm-hmm. our... Uh, We're fucking... It's easy. Yeah. We have our stunt doubles. Um, yeah. For <laughs> Danielle and Steven, I don't know if you know what we're talking about. Uh, on our E3 videos two years ago, yeah, um, someone commented to say that, like on a video Nikki and I did, to say that it looks like Zoe Deschanel and the guy from Kid and Play... Oh my not god. god. Not and it's like god. there are two. <laughs> wow. They couldn't Google to determine which one it was. They were like, ah, it's one of them. You know. Yeah, it's one of them. Wow. Uh, which is very funny. Um but yeah, so skateboarding, the ramp. Uh it comes out on August 3rd, I think. Okay. Uh nice. but I've been playing it because <laughs> you know, membership has its privileges wow <laughs> membership in the cabal you know um so <laughs> nikki yes we talked about how you were playing a moba but you've yeah. been playing pokemon unite which is also a moba yeah so a disclaimer this is technically kind of us i mean it's yeah, not made but it's a 10 cent we made wow. this one by hand no it's a 10 cent game they um, co-developed it yeah, produced by Teeny Studios, which is just another Tencent studio uh, partnering with Nintendo on this game. So disclaimer, 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 don't sue us. But also, I literally have no idea what Tencent does as a business, so it's fine. When was the um, last time, if ever, that you talked to somebody who said that they were from Tencent? Never. Literally yeah. never. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've never actually... I'm they no one at that company Tencent who like their checks say Tencent know we exist right um Absolutely anyway not. 
we uh i've been playing pokemon unite um which is the pokemon moba uh that has been rumored for a pretty long time uh, and finally came out on the switch last week and it is i think as a person who has never played a moba uh i th- i think i would be curious steven because i don't know if you've played it yet but i would be curious to see what you think um maybe we can play it well we should play it soon because I'm curious to see what you think. But I think it's a really good introduction to a lot of the concepts uh, of a MOBA. And I think that the game uh, is fun in a way that I have not particularly experienced uh, in a in kind of a while. Um, it, it doesn't even like do anything new or different. It's just a MOBA. What's got Pokemon in it instead of like Gyrocopter or... <laughs> io you know so it's like sorry are you naming uh yeah those are two dotas <laughs> i love yeah. that you, nobody's going to know who either of those characters are you could have said like i don't know v or jinx or whatever and people would have been like oh yeah my favorite cosplay character from the from the conve- conventions is that uh, is the raccoon with the hat from league or is that dota there's one in both uh, games. There's one in both. Timo is that his name? Timo is from is from that's Dota. League. Or from, okay. oh. Timo's no, League. I just Meepo's remember. League. Wait, sorry. Yeah. Timo is from League, and Beepo is from Me- <laughs> Meepo. Meepo, Merritt. Meepo. Come on. Okay. Meepo. That's totally and you know how different. like one is kind of like a cute little. This is I think. Like, oh, one Meepo of the... sucks. I don't like looking at this. <laughs> I was literally about to say like this is what I'm sorry, Nikki. I, I don't mean to interrupt too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to say, like, this is one of my favorite differences between League and, and Dota. And it was one thing I was like trying to establish with um, Nikki and Funkeo yesterday when we did play Dota, full disclaimer, uh, to explain some of this context. Um, League of Legends has this cute, lovable little mascot character that they sell plushies of and everybody enjoys named Teemo. And then, like, the Dota equivalent is a guy named Meepo who has an equally funny name and is a horrifying little mm-hmm. fucking troll ma'am that, that sucks and is voiced by Nolan North who talks like this all the time. <laughs> Oh, He's boy. the worst. Also, apparently, oh. the name of a, an electric skateboard company. So ah. it's all coming together all coming now. Together. What if you did a kickflip at twenty-five yeah. miles an hour? Okay, man. okay, that seems safe. Um, so um, is this? Is it like fun? Like you control like one character, and you're so yeah, it's like so you're trying you're, to take lanes, and I don't know. How yeah, so there is. I don't think this is exactly how Dota works because what I did yesterday was I clicked on a bunch of towers to destroy them, mm-hmm. but in Pokemon Unite. Oh, you know what it is? It's Gambit with lanes. You kill, you're like going through and you're going through the jungle, which is like where the ads spawn and you you kill them and then they respawn. And then they each have numbers above their head telling you how much they're worth when you kill them. And so like you walk up to an, uh, like a fucking Arduino, right? And sorry. She's yeah, mm. Arduino, the XP one. She's she looks like uh they look like a fucking like a chancy. Did you just say Arduino? Really. No, mm. Arduino. A Oh, A-D- Arduino. Okay. Arduino. Arduino. I thought you said Arduino Ar- and I was like that uh, no, sounds no, like, that's a Pokemon, like a Pokémon, but it is a computer. Thing. Um no, Arduino. That one. Tom. Anyway, you if they're worth five, right? So you go over there. Yeah, that's five and points you, for killing that. You kill them, and they you you get five orbs, pokeballs, and then there are goal zones along the lanes, uh, where in a traditional um, MOBA there would be towers, I assume, and then you stand in the circle and you dunk. Yeah, basically, mm. it's like, and is it's it like- a. 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering, is it like Pyre in that way? Is that what Pyre was? Yeah, it kind of is like Pyre. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, And it's like scored, right? And you each, like I said, each ad has a value. So as you progress through the game, they become more powerful. Your Pokemon evolve as they level up if they have um, like multiple evolution stages because they've got like Pikachu. Well, Pikachu doesn't evolve. That's a bad example. Charmander. Um like you will go from Charmander to Charmeleon to Charizard at the end of your, at the end of your level curve. Um, But I think the thing about this game that I am will very quickly, I think uh, frustrate me Um, Well, there's no map variation. And I think that's just like what MOBAs are, right? Like there's only one map. Right. Um, If I were this team, I would probably try to make, try to do something with like the map structure because every single match feels the exact same a little bit. And, and Steven, I think you told me this, but the only times in, in this game that matter are the first two minutes and the last two minutes, mm-hmm. the middle six minutes, you might, you can just put the controller down and like not play. Huh. Because the first two minutes are you establishing control of the lanes and the middle six minutes are everybody going back and forth, not really scoring for a while. And then in the last two minutes, the points are or in the last minute, the points are doubled, Um, but the points are doubled and Zapdos spawns in the middle of the map. Right. And Zapdos gives you like an unbelievable like like a 200. It's a 200 point swing. It's a golden snitch. snitch. Yeah. If you kill if you. If you kill Zapdos, you get, it's like a 200-point swing, um, and that is enough to like win you a game, even if you've been losing the entire time. But because it's a MOBA, it's one of the situations where it's like your entire team can be on top of the Zapdos, but then a guy will be on the other side of a wall, right. and some of the moves can go through walls, right. and then they'll just walk up and then press A one time. Zapdos will get hit by a leaf from Razor Leaf. Uh-huh. And then pass away, and the points will go to the other team. Wait, can this, you not um, can you not kill that person to to then get those points back before you, they dunk them? No, no. So once you kill oh. the the specials, so like there's a Rotom that does something similar in the beginning of the game. Uh, the Rotom provides like twenty points and gives you gives everybody like shields. And then uh, there's a Dreadnought in the bottom lane, and if you kill Dreadnought, you get XP, uh, more orbs, and uh, that's it. You just get those two things. Um, so those are the two events. And then Zapdos is in the middle. This, if, if you don't mind me adding some like context yeah. for people who maybe know MOBAs a little bit out there. Like this is, Zapdos to me sounds like the equivalent of Baron or in League of Legends or Roshan in Dota. The thing with those guys is that those guys provide buffs for your team. In, mm. in the, the case of like League of Legends, your team gets like a two minute buff or whatever. I forget what the exact timing is. And then in Dota, it like drops an item that you can pick up uh, that makes you one of your guys respawn. They don't just decide who wins the game basically, like Mm. essentially because it'd be like if you killed Baron or Roshan in Dota or league and that just like blew up the other team's like middle racks or something like that. And um, the specific thing of like you mentioning somebody throwing a leaf and killing him at the last second is a very League of Legends-y type thing Mm -hmm. because that's like using the smite ability on Baron to just like sneak in and steal that ability at the last second. Yeah. So it is 
Is, oh, wait, go ahead. Is Mary. there like, are you also attacking the other people or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you are. So in the, towards the end of the game, you're basically, you're not really farming the, the ads. Um, you're basically just trying to win team fights to deny the other team from banking. Okay. And those team fights, yeah, those team fights are pretty interesting. I think the balance in this game is one of the worst in a multiplayer game I've (laughs) ever played. Well, but surely Nintendo knows how to balance. In an online 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 multiplayer, when paired with the fine folks who brought you Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Mobile and Call of Duty Mobile, absolutely, I would understand. Well, um, there being perfect balance. This uh, game, like I think, for absolute clarity, it's one of the reasons I have not picked it up very much because this is going to sound really fucking corny. But like, very one of the reasons I play Dota more than League is like there is a certain purity of Do- of experience in Dota. Sure. Dota is like the beautiful game, and uh-huh. like that's a running joke between me and my friends a lot of the time. But also, it kind of mean it. Um, this game is pay to win as fuck. Mm. Yeah, you can just straight up use currency to buy characters early Wait, what? and there's like like yeah early, like you can in, just like in a match no so early on so there's a there's an unlock path okay for uh for the characters and you can use in-game currency which you earn at a just a it's like a pittance you yeah. like it's the shittiest course, allowance yeah. you've ever gotten yeah um and you can use that credit to buy a guy you make like 300 per match sure. or something like three or 400, but like Cinderace will cost 10,000 mm-hmm. of those credits, or you can spend three ninety nine and just buy Cinderace immediately. Or and you can buy a held item that just gives you more. Yeah, health. So that's the other thing. Oh, cool. Sorry. I'm talking so much, no. but there's like, so there's so much I'm curious in about this thing. Yeah. So there's a held item system where you, it's like you get a potion or a muscle band or like a, a focus sash, like, NXP share like shit from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But those, first of all, those items are independent. You can't tell what your enemy has. You don't know what your teammates have. And they are upgradable with paid currency. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you can, in theory, unlock Potion, which is the first one they give you, and spend enough money that it would restore like half of your health in the middle of a team fight with like no context or no warning. Like that just happens. One of the items like increases your critical hit chance, but you can just buy that with, buy that item with money and then spend more money to increase your critical hit chance to like 15% or whatever. So, and because you can't tell what your enemies have, it makes every fight, every team fight when you're like, I've basically only been playing ranked and as I've like moved up, it is very clear that people are spending money in a way that I have not. I have not spent any money on this game, but like you will be in the middle of a team fight for all intents and purposes. You have won the team fight, but you they both or like the the enemy uses items that you don't know Mm -hmm. about and then they all of a sudden have all of their health back or you uh you can't attack like they will lock your attacks out or you'll get frozen or whatever. Um, and then you die. It seems <laughs> like a bad experience. It's pretty yeah. tough. You um, all remember, did any of you play Clash Royale when that game was hot for five <laughs> seconds? No. This is just like that to me. Okay. Yeah. This is like, this might be, this might as well be in the same category of mobile game, except it's on Switch. Yeah. 
It is. It also has some of the worst netcode mm. I think in, I've ever. Well, played. no, Nintendo. Well, Nintendo have. Yeah, sure. Um, the netcode is really fucking bad. There's a button in the settings that lets you go from 30 to 60 frames that they don't tell you about. But when you <laughs> click on 60, when you click on 60 frames, it says this is not recommended, and then yeah. you just have to click okay. Wait, what? And then, like. It runs totally fine, but it's like this. I don't recommend you doing this. Yeah, why? You do I don't why? know. It's unclear. Um, the human so eye only battery life, baby. So many frames, anyway. So. Oh, the, that's true. But the battery life—that's what I also thought, Stephen. So then I did a test. Um, it's the same. So I don't know what the okay. fuck you're talking well. about. Uh, also, the menus run at like 20 frames a second. Oh, um, which oh is so it is a Pokemon game. <laughs> one of one of the most frustrating. It's like, and I think this will this will be my my wrap. It's like they got they had the idea to make a Pokemon MOBA. They worked on it for forty five minutes, and then <laughs> they were like, "Well, ah, fuck, we got to make a mint." Ah, shit. And then they're like, very quickly, like not ever looking at or having played another video game, we're like, "We have to build a menu system." Mm-hmm. And then they like slammed some shit together, and it is one of the most confusing. Uh, UIs I've ever used. It's unbelievably slow. There's no way for to when you finish a game to immediately play another one. Wait, what? So you finish a game and then you like look at the victory or like you look at the results screen and then it's like continue or whatever. And you click A and instead of like queuing you up again, it kicks you back to the main menu. And then you have to click Unite Battle again, and then you have to click the mode that you want to do again, and then you oh have to... Oh my god! And then you press A, and then like it it cues you. Um, <laughs> Everything so. you're saying about this game, as somebody who actually genuinely enjoys MOBAs, sounds like... Particularly the the held items are the real yeah. sticking point. Where if like if they put anything even close to that in Dota, like there would be a revolt. That player community right. would fucking drop that game overnight. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be it'd be the apocalypse. And like, but like little things like this, like this is a solved problem in every That's, other MOBA. That that I think is like is one of my biggest issues with the game. It feels like there's. I would almost describe it as inexcusable, like some of this stuff that is still in this mm-hmm. or like as far as like structure and flow for getting into and out of games and understanding where your where your items are. And like, I didn't even know there was a store that you could buy items from until Funke told me about it yesterday. Wow. Like, I just had the potion, and I was like, I guess I'll unlock it later, because, like, I know there are other items because I've heard about them, but, like, I don't know where to get them from. And then Funke was like, oh, yeah, there's a store. And I was like, oh. So, I don't know. It It is, it feels like uh, a product that was designed so they could fix the things to claim the credit that they fixed the things right. so they could be like, we're listening mm. to the community. <laughs> um, which is frustrating to play with now um but yeah that's pokemon unite the music sucks uh <laughs> but the pikachu looks good so 10 out of 10 uh there's a cramorant in this game which is there the is most cramorant insane OP. thing i've ever heard about a pokemon game. yeah the the pokemon list is bizarre uh, just in case you all don't remember cramorant is the pokemon uh that is a big fish it's like a pelican 
pelican. Um, Wait, a pelican fish? Bird, bird. I say fish because it's features. It always has a fish in its mouth. Right. Um, but sometimes, oh. not always, actually. Sometimes it has a yeah. Pikachu in its mouth. Yeah, sometimes oh, no! Fuck, that's right! It has a Pikachu I'm just cr- at stuck in its mouth, and it's like, digested. That's fucked up. It's horrible. Why is that Pokemon? It does this in Pokemon Unite. I'm looking at a screenshot of it right now with a Pikachu in its mouth. Yeah. That's a crime. There's, like, the list of, the roster is so wild, I will, like, pull some some wild ones out alolan nine tails is in here not regular nine tails alolan nine tails uh zerora zerora famous pokemon that everyone loves famous pokemon the electric it's an electric it's an electric fighting type that's in here talon flame one of like the the pidgey equivalent for last generation that's in here um Crustle. Yeah, Crustle. You know, the one that's like a a, a hermit crab, except the shell part is the earth. That lad's in here. And then Edelgoss. I'll accept it. Crustle. Eldegoss? No one's quite sure, but the one that's not Jumpluff is in here too. Uh, Oh, uh, Eldegoss, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be playing that one. Speaking of games yeah. that I don't think I'll be playing, Danielle, did you want to talk about Skyward Sword again at all? Or Yeah, I want to do a very brief check-in because I keep playing it. I sure keep playing it. After <laughs> I got very mad on the podcast last week, I kept playing it and I wrote a small thing about it where I just sort of laid out like why it feels so bad. And it's not just the controls, it's the fact that obviously the game was built around horrible controls and they would have had to rebuild the whole thing from the ground up and blah, blah, blah. So I got past the first terrible area and the first terrible dungeon. And actually, the game genuinely does open up a bit and it's a lot more fun and it's kept me interested. However, it's also done this thing where it introduced an infamous mechanic of uh, throwing bombs and uh, sort of tossing bombs underhanded, which Mm, works like one in five times it goes where you mm. want it to go. Mm. So we're we're kind of at this place where, okay, the game opens up a little bit. The design's a little more open. Okay, so it's it's relatively suited. It it's, feels almost more like kind of like an early Resident Evil or something where it's like, oh, it's not usually a problem until it requires like real precision and then it's really a problem. But I, I just keep so playing it. Yeah. The way, like, so the bombs, it, it, it makes it... <gasps> Distinction between overhand and underhand throwing, and you need to do that. Yeah, because some of the puzzles you have to like. Some of the puzzles, the hole for the bomb is up. Some of them, the hole for the bomb is down. So you have to like bowl the bomb. You have to bowl the bomb. Yeah, it through a hole to hit a uh, like a switch on the other side, or you have to toss it. Oh, you have to do a wee bowl to activate the switch. Yes. I but I bet that works really well on the like modernized analog stick controls, um, right, Daniel? Yeah. No, it's I, awful. I, it's it's atrocious. I, I just wish, like, I continue to wish that they did rebuild the game in a different engine and just mm. made it make sense because the level design is so good and the world design you is keep, so good. No, you keep saying that. And every time you talk about this game, it sounds like you're in like a not great relationship with this game. <laughs> Yeah, you're like no, correct. no, it's so much fun. It's really good. It's but then, so like, good, whenever you tell broken. us about it, whenever you tell us about it, you're just like, ah, oh, so Skyward Sword was being stupid again, and like, yeah. it's just like, hmm, Danielle, I, hmm. I have a, I have a question, Danielle. Yeah, did you like the game 
when it came out on the Wii. Yes, I did. But it never you... worked properly then either. <laughs> okay, have you tried? How are you playing it mostly? Just completely the buttons because my wrists. I see. Cannot. You've had any uh, actions anymore? Okay, yeah. I see. I'm curious because no one I know who has played the game has just played it the way with the Joy-Con detached. The left one like the fucking nunchuck and the right, right. one like the Wii right. remote. Um, I don't or I guess stand vice up. versa. I, I no, I totally, I totally get it. But like, I do wonder if the experience is okay. Paul says that he is, and it's annoying. So never mind. <laughs> there uh, it is. They should have done. Where did I read this? Was this a Kotaku piece that just went up? Um, that was basically like they should have just waited and then done a Final Fantasy VII remake to this game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, honestly, um, waited an extra ten years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that wouldn't have made Nintendo <laughs> money now. Mm-hmm. That's right. true. So why they, make money later? Why make more money later when you can no, make some? Because money making now? more money now makes more sense because you can invest. Money is worth more now than it is in the future. That's a fact. That's, That's just a fact, uh, folks. A bird in the hand is worth two. In the- you can invest that, and you don't even know where like. Nintendo or money is going to be even next week. Right. Right. So like, why would you not collect it now? Well, I mean, also if like previous patterns hold, we, we're not super far away from like a switch Two or whatever the hell they call their next mm. console. Right. And that's like, again, like just going be- based on like past stuff, that's going to flop, right? Like that's, yeah, they got to make a Wii U. They got to fuck it up. Somehow. Um, Skyward sword HD tops the charts in Japan. Uh, I it was. Well, uh, I mean, listen, the Olympians have to play. Ten days after mm-hmm. launch, it's uh, Amazon's third best seller of 2021. Actually, no, second yeah. best seller of 2021. Okay, a lot of people are dumb. Yeah, yeah. But, but, so uh, Nintendo why, so fans why, of Nintendo games, in particular, so are dumb and will buy the same game into times. a Final Fantasy VII. Like, the, what Damn, is the incentive right. to do What's that? The point? There is none. Right. Yeah. Just re-release. All right. Stuff so the, with like, like the consumer needs to band together. I agree. And we all need to boycott yes. EA. Whenever they release a new Battlefield, we'll say we're not buying it because of your because of your microtransactions. That'll probably work, and I'm sure everyone will commit to that and won't just <laughs> and and you know won't just consume um, instead of just doing don't that. buy Madden this year. Um, I got news though. Like you're, I don't know how what our uh, listenership reach is in Europe, but like ninety percent of their profits are coming from that FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. So we might not be able. Those to, people are. Sick, but it's like at least they're making ostensibly new ones and not just being like. No 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 no. You mean like the Ultimate Team cards? No no no. I just mean like EA. Uh, you know. They're still just like releasing the same game over and over, but they're calling it something different, right? They're not like oh, the no, they're not doing different. like we're re-releasing Call of Duty that was on the Wii and it's sixty dollars. Like that would rule. That though. would be uh, we're re-releasing Medal of Honor, the first one that was on the Wii that everyone was like, oh, oh wow. finally a shooter on the Wii. Jesus. Um, yeah. So <sighs> Nintendo, Nintendo. They should though. They should. They sh- they should make like uh, Paul in the chat says Madden 2007 HD remastered. They should do that. That's it actually would, a thing. It would legitimately sell more. Yeah. Like if they did 05, 06, or 07, and like straight up had those games with no changes other than putting it in HD, that that game would be the best selling game of the year. Yeah. Like not even a, yeah. not even a question. Um. But yeah, if, listen, the problem is probably like licensing for the 
players and that's stuff, the though. thing you don't yeah. have to worry about it because you sign a deal with the union ea just doesn't want to do it mm, yeah because they don't want to admit that the games that they used to make were better <laughs> the <laughs> before they were microtransaction riddled yeah. uh yeah. pieces of trash designed to extract the maximum amount of money from people yeah yeah um but that's just the video game industry so what are you gonna do should we do question time yes yeah yes Question time. Someone always has to do it. Um, This is question time. I was actually at karaoke on Sunday for the first time in uh, Mm. three years, I want to say. No, I did. What did did you sing? Uh, What did I sing? I sang, uh, I did two songs with uh, each with a a different friend. Um, We did Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. Good, 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 Uh, good, good. Excellent. Perhaps most recognizable in 2021 as the theme song of Peep Show. Uh, sure, and sure, sure. Uh, You Spin Me Right Round by Dead or Alive. Mm. Oh, I've heard of that which, uh, Excellent. Which Paul Rudd once, once uh, did a video of, I think. Um, he, re- he recreated that video. Uh, what a cool guy. He sure did. What a great it's wild that they were able to get the license from Koei Tecmo. For, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Kasumi yeah. and Ayana. I know, yeah. And he played every character. He was really committed to it. Uh, question time is a segment where we take your questions and give you answers to them. And if you want to ask us a question, you can do that in the Fanbyte Discord, which is at fanbyte.casa. Uh, just go to the podcast questions channel, drop a question in there. Got a couple of questions this week. Firstly, have one from Rant Vague, who says, The Arcade Gaddon stream, referring to Nikki's streaming the game Arcade Garden a couple of weeks ago or a week ago had me wondering what is the worst video game soundtrack you've ever heard? I feel like I have to add besides Arcade Garden. Can I still answer Arcade again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, second worst then. Um, the Grand Canal. I played a lot of Mario Party 7 because mm-hmm. uh, ah. that was the one that was out when I was in early high school okay what was that one like the Wii, Mm. if i'm remembering correctly um that was i think i remember it because of this song which is called grand canal um which i don't know paul if you're gonna drop maybe we can pipe in in a little bit yeah a few seconds that's fair use yeah um it's yeah it's uh transformative oh it's um, wild yeah yeah it's it's terrible because they only wrote like 17 or 18 bars of a song <laughs> and then they were like well we're gonna loop it and you're gonna listen to it for an hour mm. uh and it's a real fucking shame um because it sucks it's bad it's a bad piece of music That's, yeah and it's weird too like when because you know, it's really easy to be like, oh, the worst music ever is in like Superman 64 or in like some shitty NES game or whatever. But like you expect those to be low effort. But like when there's a, right. a, like a Mario song that's Mario bad, game or right. yeah. like when there's a Sonic game with a bad soundtrack, yes, because bad. Sonic famously, uh, as we discussed on last week's volume slider, great music, uh, except mm-hmm. Bioware made a Sonic RPG for the Nintendo DS in the mid to late 2000s, I think. And um 
it a was was terrible just like atrocious oh um and b the soundtrack is like i'm pretty sure the prototype music ended up in the full game because if you go to youtube and listen to a song called central city uh on the sonic chronicles soundtrack it's just like someone hitting buttons on a media synthesizer it's it's unbelievably bad it's worse it's (laughs) music is it like Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, this, the Sega Master System soundtrack to Sonic the Hedgehog, when it was released on that, is, like, miles ahead of this. It's horrible. I was just going to ask, is it, like, the TKTK of music? It's just like, ah, uh, I just... It's just like, yeah. Did that yes. real quick. It's just like... Incredible. Uh, <laughs> no, I like this, though. It's, it's really bad, and... um. Yeah, that to me just stands out too because it's just like, it's Sonic. Sonic always has good music. Even if the games aren't good, Sonic 06, terrible game, but great soundtrack. But then Sonic Chronicles, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Steven, what do, you, what do you think? What's the worst video game soundtrack you've ever heard? Well, I think that I don't stand alone uh, in thinking that Prince of Persia Warrior Within has probably the worst, what like if like the worst soundtrack out of any game I've ever played to completion for for sure. I don't know. This is one of those things too that like I feel like was it just everybody already knows about. So I almost didn't put it down here, and then I remembered it's probably been like fifteen or eighteen years yeah. since this yeah, I have game no came idea. out. I have I did play part of this game, but is it just all butt rock? It's all butt rock. Okay. It's it's really <laughs> terrible. So the the thing, yeah. So Paul in the chat does say, "Remember Godsmack," and that's a very important oh, question Jesus. here because you need to know. Because God, yeah, this game is almost twenty years old. Yeah, no, huh? Because I stand alone. The song by Godsmack that was on the radio every fucking where. Nikki, mm-hmm. you were not born yet, but mm-hmm. before then, when you hadn't been born yet, there was a song on the radio called "I Stand Alone" by a band called uh, called I almost called them Buttsmack. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a better name than Godsmack. Yeah. Um, that was just like, so it was made for The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, action film, The Scorpion King. It was literally mm. made, oh. they, they were hired to make a song for that movie. And it goes like, ah, stand alone inside I. <laughs> Stand alone, and that's like the whole fucking song while like terrible guitar plays the whole time. And Ubisoft was like, "Love it, we gotta have that. We gotta, yeah, gotta, we gotta have it. We gotta get the hottest song of the summer of 2002 in our video game, the sequel to The Prince of Persia: Sands of Time." So Paul also points out this is one of the things that is particularly egregious about this song is it's not just like in the credits or at the end of the game or in like a cutscene or something like that. Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Probably one of the greatest games of its era. It's really, really, really good. Um, and its sequel, they like decided to make it like super edge lordy. Yeah. They added blood to all the zombies. Well, that was like the, around the same time as Shadow the Hedgehog, wasn't it? Yeah, it super was. It was absolutely that era of like we we you know the PlayStation Two was a kind of ju- like in really hitting its stride and like people were like hitting a mass audience. Like, M rated games. It was there was actually at the time kind of a little bit of discourse like pre internet being huge and pre social media being huge uh, discourse around like well M games sell better than T games. You can't make a T rated game, so you'll make your game intentionally more violent and edgier because mm-hmm. it'll sell better. Um, and so in this game, like the, they, they took the kind of like super fun sort of, uh, Arabian nights kind of thing, 
um, of the first game and like just made it super dark and gritty and made like the prince from Prince of Persia have like long scraggly hair mm-hmm. and a beard. And he has and like two cool people. swords. Two cool swords. Like the main villain of the game is this like lady who is like basically wearing nothing. <laughs> like she, she has like, like red <laughs> leather straps, if memory recalls. Does yeah, memory serves, and there's a big monster no, chasing no. you the whole game too. I think so. That's the thing. Is um, sorry, I'm I'm going on way too long for Prince of Persia: The Warrior <laughs> Within, um, but. Throughout that game, like, he's being haunted by, like, the curse that he developed at the end of the first game by this big, giant shadow monster called the Dahaka. And it th- periodically through that game, there are these sort of, like, escape sequence boss fights where you have to, like, escape from this monster. Um, and it's supposed to be, like, very dramatic and scary. And every time the monster shows up, it starts playing, Ah! <laughs> Stand alone inside out. Stand alone. It's the fucking worst. And it happens like 12 times throughout the entire game. And also the rest of the music is just like knockoff generic versions of that same style. Oh my God. Incredible. Yeah. Jordan Mechner was like, this is bad guys. I don't like what you've done. (laughs) This isn't my vibe. This isn't my vision. This isn't what I wanted. That's not my bag. No. Um, oh. I'm gonna hang out with some llamas. Wait, that's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff yeah. Minter, um, who I found out. I recently found out has a uh, a really good Twitter account where he just posts pictures of the llamas that he lives with all the time. Ooh. That's perfect. That's He's what people should use Twitter. Living for. the dream. Living the dream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Danielle. Do you have a song or, or a game or a soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not going to shock anyone, but it is a game I reviewed back in the day. It's called Jillian Michaels Fitness Ultimatum 2009. And it was yeah, like definitely the not shittiest. a surprise to me. Yeah, are, are, you're not we're surprised. We're all familiar with this are. one. We're all familiar yeah, with this game. This one, we right? all talk about it. We all yeah, reviewed it. it. Yeah, I reviewed it when I was in the ninth grade. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember pitching this piece to the Times. Yeah. Uh, it was really big for me. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's like maybe the shittiest, laziest game that's ever been developed. And I like, I'm not saying that from a high horse. Like I, I love making shitty little crappy games that are fun for me to make. It's just, I don't, you know, I wouldn't think to charge people for it. So it's kind of on that level. It's, it's a bunch of like horrible fitness mini games that, you know, it was lying to people that they were actually burning calories and the music is just a bunch of awful awful it's just like bad loops and it's jillian michaels who at the time was on a show called the biggest loser which is problematic in every way but it was like i forgot about that yeah it was like a fitness reality show about uh people losing weight and it's really again very problematic just problematic shit Mm -hmm. and uh it was her like yelling at you it was supposed to be very motivating but it's fucking like the shittiest bad like fruity loops butt rock you could imagine (laughs) also jillian michaels being like keep running yeah, great job! Keep going! Run! <laughs> so that's like an audio nightmare right there. Uh, it wasn't great. Not not the best experience. Uh, I love that you include Jillian Michael screaming at you as part of the soundtrack. I think it is. You know, it's in there, right? It's it's how you experience the game. So it's, yeah. It's canon. Yeah. Death's Door has a really good soundtrack. Or we loop back around mm, to that game nice. I talked about. Earlier. Nice, really good soundtrack. People want a good one. Yeah, I love a good soundtrack. Um, yeah. Well, we've got one more question, and maybe we can just knock through this one real quick. Knock this one. Yeah. Up. Yeah. 
uh, Baba Crab's egg. And I dug, I dug deep for this one. I think this is from a while ago. So it's possible we've done this one already. <laughs> I don't think so. But I, I, but I don't I think like so. this one. I feel like we would have yeah. remembered it. Yeah. You just got an email from PR. You landed the developer interview of your dreams, but the both of you must be cosplaying as two characters the developer created. Who are you interviewing and who are the two of you dressed as? <clears throat> Danielle. I would like to start this one off. I love your answer. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoy I mean, I never f- fucking played it, but I enjoy so much of the content that comes out of the next generation, Star Trek, the next generation Klingon game, FMV game. Kapla! <laughs> like, it's the guy who played Gowron who's in it. So I want to yes. interview the guy who played Gowron and or a developer. I don't really care. As long as they're dressed like a Klingon, we're, we're doing great. And I would like to be dressed as a Klingon warrior. And I would like to like both of us to get into character and have a really good time on the sets of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. And that's my answer. Which which era, both TNG era Klingons, or would you mix yeah, them Yeah, I would say both TNG era, which is also the same as Dia. Uh, Deep Space Nine era, so like that that really yeah. fun makeup. They got a lot of like metal chunks as kind of body yeah. armor, you know, leather and metal chunks kind of thing. Like very, I think it'd be fun. before the Klingons entered their flop era, um, right? When they became weird, I don't know, bald religious fanatics or something. I uh, I really Kinda. like the uh, the Star Trek FMB yeah. game where Q is just hanging out with you the whole time mm-hmm. and making fun of <laughs> the board you. Game. Yeah, the board game where you go back in time and uh, go into the body of some guy who died or something and to try to save your dad. Um, <laughs> and the whole time, right. John Delance is just like, Mm-mm, "That was a real dumb piece of shit move you did back there, you idiot." <laughs> uh, which I feel like that's a great motivator, having John Delancey just like mocking you constantly. Yeah. Better than Jillian Michaels. Negative reinforcement. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, that's every FMB game though from that era. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, Steven, you've just written Hades. Yeah, because I couldn't think of a good answer earlier, but then I typed it in so I didn't forget, but I didn't want to type too much and make a bunch of keyboard sounds. So apologies for the very non-specific answer, but I would love to cosplay as Chaos from Hades, uh, who I think is just like NB goals, like the absolute- Very elaborate costume. Absolutely. And like in this fantasy world where we can just be whatever costume we want, I think that's a good one because like that's a lot of effort that I don't have to do to put into making the actual cosplay. But Yeah. yeah, they're just like- such good like non-binary uh goals for me as a person and also um i would interview like probably logan cunningham and it doesn't say they have to be from the same game here so like what if logan cunningham was his character from like transistor or something he's very he was just dressed as a sword but i mean he's dressed as a disembodied voice yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting behind a curtain the entire time. I'm not allowed to make direct eye contact with Logan Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Please don't. <laughs> he has a body at, at the end of that game. Oh, yeah, he, that's he, true. That's he does true. have a character. So. Uh, Nikki, what do you got? I'm just going to be Spider Man and interview Spider Man. And there's going to okay. be two Spider Mans. Did nice. you see. Are you going to point at each other? Like, how? Yeah, you have to point like ah! like picture. That's going to be the Recreate that age. and it's going to go viral. We're going to love it. Um, Do you see yeah. Spider Man's new costume? I did. It's so cool. cool. Yeah. Such a cool puffy jacket. Cool puffy jacket. Love it. Um, For me, I would love to interview Hideo Kojima and he has to be dressed as quiet and (laughs) I will be dressed as Revolver Ocelot. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure what period. I guess MGS5 would make the most sense, but MGS3 Ocelot is also really fun. Um, Ooh. 
Ah, That's a good ocelot. Yeah. You could pull off either one of those, and I think he could pull off quiet. Uh, I I think he could. I think he could. He could do it. If you were were bold enough to do it. Um, I I think he could do it. Or I don't think I've ever seen Hideo Kojima as like arms or legs. Well, he doesn't have them, does he? It's a good point. A, Hadn't thought of that. He's a cyborg. Or he's oh. a he's the phantom limb. Um, oh, he has uh, invisible arms and legs. Um, so oh. that's why he's so good at. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> we always love to end the show by just sort of rambling into incoherency kind of a tradition mm-hmm. here um but i think that is going to do it for us this week uh here on channel f please rate and review this podcast if you like our incoherent ramblings um you know do it on itunes or whatever i mean itunes is the main one i think um or, or yeah. just tell a friend just tell a friend or tweet tweet about the tweet about the show just be like hey check out channel f it's a cool show um and uh, speaking of shows, go ahead and look up Volume Slider on Spotify. It's our new show uh, hosted by Nikki and by Funky Joseph. And it is all about good video game music. So kind of the opposite of what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> I was on last week. We talked about Sonic Adventure 2. We talked about Jet Set Radio. Had a really good time. Um, there's another episode going up this week. Uh, yes. And... Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to say who you have on that or do you want to? Yeah, we've got a uh, friend of the site, Colin McGregor. Oh, <laughs> friend, of, friend of the site. just uh, Guiding uh, light yeah. Colin yeah. McGregor from the, uh, <laughs> from the guides team. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Check that show out. Um, listen to it on Spotify because then it integrates the music into the show. So you can like click and listen to like the full versions, which is really cool. That's why yeah, it's that's super. That's neat. why it's on Spotify. Um, but it's a really cool use of that feature. Go check it out. Volume slider. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's it. Anything else uh, we want to uh, talk about or bring up? You nah. can find my Twitter account. Okay. Oh yeah, wow. I forgot to see that part. Stephen Yeah, uh, yeah. Titan Follow Soul. us online. Stephen is at Stephen Strom. Danielle is at Danielle R I. Nikki is at God Siwa. I am at Merritt K. Our producer, Paul Tamayo, is at Pauly Mayo, and Fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. Not at Fanbyte. That's not us. That's some guy. Jack won't give Jack it won't to give me. it to us. Um, yeah. Jack, Jack ain't going to give it to us, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh. So, you know, we'll get it one day. But Fanbyte Media, we'll for now. Try it out of his cold, dead hands. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening, and until next week, just remember that inside you stand alone, and keep that dial tuned to Channel F. Oh, no, my vape died. Paul, can you put that at the end of the show? Please (laughs) do. Well, I don't believe in God anymore. Um, (laughs) Because my vape died.